Yo, 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 welcome to Grandma's Monster Biceps. She's jacked. She's huge. Huge. What's up? Today we're here with Josh, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, today we're, we're going to talk about nutrition. Now, uh, some of you know we've got the GMB eating skills program out there, and we just thought it'd be good to talk a little bit about really diets, okay, and the man to talk about diets with is Josh, and so today um, we're going to be looking at a lot of different things, like some of the problems maybe to hit in order to solve uh, some of the issues that you have regarding your goals, and so that's the big thing too, because, right, Josh, everybody, they've got different goals, Yeah. so, you know, I'm going to kind of mainly have Josh talk about this stuff today, but we've also got other things where moving beyond exactly what to eat, we're going to be looking at like the relationship with food and really a relationship with your body. This is a big one as well that uh, we know that people have. And it just comes down to really self-care and making sure that you're focusing on that uh, relating back to autonomy. So lots of different stuff that we're going to be talking about today. But uh, Josh, let's just go ahead and get right into it. Um, roll with it, brother. Do it. Okay, cool. Um, we got this great question, which was like, what like, what do I do when I'm exhausted and tired, right? And this is such a great question because um, it's, it's one of those things where it doesn't matter what, what diet you have, what rules or what, like, like most of the things people are given for food, like don't actually handle something like this right? Like your diet goes great, you know, your macros or, or whatever. But when you're exhausted and tired, you're going to have a tendency to make worse choices. Um, and, uh, and like, like tiredness, especially is one of the biggest reasons is one of the biggest, um, times that people like overeat mindlessly. So I thought it'd be really cool to handle this, um, since no one else does. And from a skill-based perspective, um, this is what skills are for. This is what eating skills are for. It's for it's for handling this kind of thing. Um, and I love that you're talking about like nutritional autonomy because that's exactly what we're getting at. Like you can't be really in the driver's seat with your nutrition if uh, if you have to snack every time you are uh, tired or every time you're stressed out, right? Because like most of our clients have pretty full lives. They've got families and jobs and maybe they do like community stuff and, and like they get stressed out from time to time. And so we're going to dig in on like what to do about that. Like how to manage stress and tiredness without eating, without eating your feelings. Yeah, this is perfect. And so actually Josh and I, just a couple of days ago, we were talking about uh, me <laughs> and, and the fact recently, you know, a lot of extra stress going on and, um, I find myself being hungry more so than normal. And that, this is something that Josh brought up actually was like, yeah, it's because you're stressed right now and there's a tendency to want to snack. And I actually don't snack. It's just that I'm hungry. And so I'm a little bit different than most people where I'll just really just suck it up and I'll be like, no, I can't eat, you know, cause I feel bad if I'm going to eat. So this is a great topic and I'm really glad that you're touching on this because, um, I think this relates to everybody right now, you know, during this whole uh, period of the COVID happening and whatnot, there's a lot of different things going on. Uh, even if you maybe don't feel stressed, there is that 
stress happening around us. And so this could be uh, why you feel a particular way uh, in relation to your nutrition. And I think coming and bringing that into the uh, nutritional autonomy is a great topic here. So uh, continue. Um, yeah. I mean, like it, it's just one of those things where what most people do is they, they follow like diet a, until like something until like their schedule changes or something that's a lot more stressful. And then they, they basically snap and they go off it and they take two weeks off, a month off, the rest of the year off. And then they start another, another diet. Um, and so I just, I just want to like reiterate that um, if the issue that people are having is that they, when they, when they're stressed, another diet's not going to solve that. In fact, diets tend to make it worse, and um, and so uh, so let's talk about a skill. Talk about like like eating skills. Let's talk about like a skill based perspective. Um, from a skill based perspective, actually, we're we're gonna look at at different things. We're gonna look at um, skills and guidelines, and so um, guidelines are kind of cool um, when you're tired um, because it's kind of like a rule of thumb, but it has a little bit of flexibility. So, um, so two really basic guidelines that we can start with, um, one would be plating balanced meals and another would, would be, um, fasting four to six hours between meals. Right. And so if we're going to work on, um, I know neither of these like directly address the issue, but they're, they're foundational, right? If you're not eating balanced meals, then, um, you're going to be extra hungry anyway, if, if we don't take that physiological hunger off the table, then you're going to have a really hard time dealing with stress. And most people are more full eating, eating balanced meals, right? And so like our plate guideline is something in the neighborhood of half the plate, vegetables or fruit, um, a quarter of the plate, um, carbohydrates, a quarter of the plate, protein, and like a, like a tablespoon-ish of fat. This is a guideline. It's a starting place. You can monkey with a little bit. It's not a rule. Um, but for a lot of people, uh, for most people, the fiber and the vegetables is going to keep them full. The carbohydrates are going to help them notice that they're getting full during a meal. Protein's going to help them, um, feel full during the meal and between meals. And then fat's also really amazing for feeling full between meals. So like really foundationally, let's just like eat. And I know that seems like super boring and people have heard it a million times. And most clients that, um, that show up like aren't doing that consistently yeah this is so good and sorry to interrupt but again like everything that we're doing in gmb it's it's looking at certain guidelines you know right and that's what i love about your program and the eating skills program is that it's not saying that you need to eat like paleo style or you need to eat uh keto or that it's really looking at again these guidelines and building particular habits revolving around what you need and that's when we're talking about nutritional autonomy right so that's why um, these guidelines I think are fabulous. And, um, yeah, anyway, for those of you listening, uh, again, there might be certain things that, that don't really click with you per se in terms of like, yeah, I know that. Okay. But just keep listening. Okay. Please like everything, this is all going to kind of come together. Um, the more that we go through this. So first guideline plate balanced meals. So important. Yeah. And like you were saying, like there's a, there's a fair amount of flexibility in that. Like we're not telling you what, like what any of that's going to be. 
right? Like your protein could be chicken, your protein could be tofu. We don't care. It could Your carbohydrates could be pasta, could be brown rice. Like it, it doesn't matter. You might find you want a little bit more protein than that. That's fine. You might want to, you know I mean? Like it's, it's okay. It's just a, it's just something to shoot at and um, something to shoot for. Um, but that makes it possible for us to put in something like fasting um, between meals, like fasting four to six hours between meals. If you're eating reasonable meals, it should like it's it's actually reasonable to not need to eat again between meals, right? And um, this again, it's just a guideline. It's not like a rule. If you find you're actually starving between meals, you you could eat, but it's it sets us up where we've got kind of like a framework to look at. Like, hey, you know what? I had lunch. I, I had, I, you know, I had lunch an hour and a half ago and I've got a craving for something. Maybe I'm not really hungry. Maybe, you know what, if I'm hungry, you know, two hours after breakfast, maybe I need to check in and see what's going on. Am I just bored? Did I just get an email that like kind of like ruined my day? Um, did I get yelled at by my boss? You know, like it's a, it's a way of looking at like, this is a time to check in with myself. And all the skills are based around um, checking in with yourself, right? So you've got these guidelines that provide a framework and you, for like, hey, maybe these are times to check in. And then in that, in that time, you put in a skill like um, checking in whether or not this is actual hunger. And so like to find out if it's actual hunger, you can look at, do I feel hollow feeling in my stomach? Right? Because if you don't feel hollow feeling in the stomach, like sometimes people check in, they're like, oh, I'm thirsty. Oh, I've got a headache. Oh, I'm sad. Oh, I'm pissed off. You know, like, like if you feel it in your stomach, you know that's hunger. If it's not, it's something else. Um, you can take a look at, am I hungry for a balanced meal or a specific treat? Dude, if that's huge right there. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that's, yeah, yeah, you know, that I, I want to just pause for a second and that's actually i mean where you're going with this basically is, is what is your hunger basically right yeah, 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 yeah. something too where it's not simply a matter of just like i'm hungry but what am i hungry for yeah and, and that awareness right again you know it could be talking about movements or you know the awareness there but also um something else that you mean like um thirsty are you actually like drinking water maybe you just you know, the, the the headache thing could actually, because you're dehydrated, I don't know. But the yeah. thing is, like, that to me is that self-awareness. Um, huge, man, you know? So, sorry to interrupt, but I just... No, that's... No, it's, a lot of people don't think about, right? Like, what kind of hunger is going on here? So I'm glad you said that, because, like, because it, 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 it is, like, with the movement skills, where it's all about, it's all about awareness, right? <laughs> and it's the same. Like, if, like, autonomy is actually like being able to being able to check in with yourself and do what's best for you, like, like to be able to know and be able to make that choice versus people end up. So people end up in, in a habit of using food to fix a lot of non, non food things. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's so often it's just a lack of awareness, right? Yeah. And yeah. so this is cool too, again, like in looking at just guidelines then, because then you have a way of actually processing it, being yeah. able to assess the situation. Whereas if you didn't have these guidelines, you know, in place, 
you would just be like, well, I'm just hungry, so I'm just going to eat whatever because I'm hungry instead of saying, all right, here's some guidelines, you know, the plate balanced meals. Uh, what did I eat? Is that actually maybe what I need or maybe I'm lacking something or maybe whatever and then later being able to become more aware. And I think that's why I really like the way that you look at nutrition is that it is bringing this awareness by helping us to use these guidelines that's going to be good for us and yeah. us individually so that way you know if it is an hour later and we're like i'm really hungry well then you can go back and look at what you ate previously and say okay is it related to that could it or could it be something else and so you have a way of actually assessing so then you can address the situation and exactly um, yeah i love that love that man and then you learn over time also you learn a lot about yourself you learn about food and you're learning from your own experience right it's so it's so much more sustainable like the the way that people are able to do this it, it it's not just that they get results and it's not just that it lasts longer it's that when it comes from you it's um it becomes it, it, it does become self-reinforcing right it actually feels good it actually changes your relationship to food and it changes your relationship to your body and i know a lot of people have done have done things where they tried to um where they tried to eat by their hunger, they tried to, to pay attention and they struggled with it because they didn't have any guidelines and it was a little bit too free form. So um, I love that you use the word assess because it really is like, like the guidelines are just uh, like a, like a, a flag for you to, for you to assess. Right. And um and so, yeah, that's, that's the jam, right? Is that, is that ultimately it comes from you. And if it, and if it comes from you, it's going to last. So, um, so, and one of the ways we, we teach people to have it come from them is check in with their stomach. Do they feel healthy in their stomach? Is it something else? Um, are they hungry for a complete meal or is it a specific treat? And um, last one would be, um, does it build and fade or does it build and build? typically hunger continues to build and typically a craving will build and then fade. And that's, and sometimes people call it urge surfing where you like surf that like building urge and then it, and then it fades away. That's great. Um, So yeah. (laughs) No, this is really good. I love that. And I think that's pretty easy to understand what you're saying is in, in that image as well. And you know me, I like to, place images to certain things so that you can remember them and so that urge surfing is that wave then you know and you're able to actually assess the situation um in depth and i think that's really good you know if progressing in hunger yeah go eat (laughs) you know yeah if not if it goes away you're cool and i think just just knowing that to be honest um helps a lot because we don't know what we don't know and by having these little tidbits and being able to reference them quickly and understand, oh, if I just look at it this way, then I can continue to move on. And, you know, similar, of course, me, you know, I'm always going to bring it back to movement, but like the bear, you know, my big cue is just push your butt up into the air. And, you know, can you push, are you pushing your butt up into the air? Oh, I'm not. Oh, wow. That kind of fixed a lot of things. Similarly, you know, am I hungry? How do I check, okay, is this going to go away in, you know, 20 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever? Or is it going to continue? Is my stomach going to continue to growl? Well, then I'm going to – I love that. I love that, man. That's really good. That's good. 
Yeah. And then, so, about skills then. so like, like you said, like you've got these guidelines and sorry to interrupt you there, but like, yeah, okay. you know, like the differentiation between that hunger from stress and tiredness. Okay. Is this, yeah. The three questions basically. Right. So do you cover those a bit more there, you know, in depth yeah. and just touch on that, please. Oh yeah. Um, so, so you're asking like, like the difference between the two or like, or like how we differentiate those, how we differentiate. So, right. Okay. So, um, so if it, if it isn't any of those things, right. Then you get to check in and see like, okay, so it's not hunger. What else is going on? Right. And, um, tiredness is really common. It's something that shows up in a lot of research is everyone gets hungrier when they're tired. Um, people eat, people eat when they're tired more than even when they even like emotional eating. Um, really, really, really big thing. Um, also huge at night. You know, I've had a lot of clients that get tired at the end of the night and eat to stay up. Like, like, like they're not consciously like eating to stay up, but what it really comes down to is, and so, um, so then you, you just check in and usually people can figure it out. Usually people can say, you know what, I'm, I'm exhausted. Right. Or they can say, you know what, actually my, my boss yelled at me and I'm, you know, like, like that's pretty clear. Like it, it takes, it takes like 60 seconds, right? It doesn't take long, but if they check, they can, they can find out or they can say, you know what, like, um, you know, so, something bad happened and I'm just sad today or there's nothing, nothing wrong. And I'm just sad today. It's actually okay for humans to have like different feelings at, at different times. And sometimes I'll have clients that'll use like a, like a feelings wheel. We, we've, we've got a feelings wheel in the, in the eating skills program, which um, it's just like a menu of feelings uh, and tiredness is in there also, but also like stress and anger and sad, you know, and there's something about uh, sometimes just, like picking from a menu and they're like, Oh yeah, that's it. Right. Um, and then other people will journal and they'll just, they'll just like take like a minute, like write, like how am I feeling? Sure. That's really good. And, and again, I mean, you know, really it comes down to awareness and then having some guidelines to be able to go back and reference, you know, like, yeah. and so that feelings wheel that you have, this is a good one too. You know, it's, you know, am I hungry because I'm pissed off right now? You know, yeah. I'm hungry just because I'm bored. You know, or yeah. right? Oh, procrastinating. Procrastinating is another good one. Yeah, oh, I don't really want to do this, so I think I'm just going to go and eat it. Yeah, you know, something like that. So, oh, or or another one. Um, I've had so many clients where uh, the only time they give themselves a break during the day is when they have a snack. Oh, wow. And so if the, if the only time you give yourself a break is when you have a snack, of, of course you're going to snack all the time. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It's, it's actually programming yourself to equate yeah. a break to having a snack. Yes. So, wow. That's, and so, again, coming back to the guideline of looking, you know, at that four to six hours of fasting, well, without eating, uh, yeah. basically fasting between meals, right? And so, and then looking at the why about it being aware of what's going on so this is great so again guideline one i want to say this again so plate balanced meals you know looking at what's what you need what's good for you and then guideline two four to six hours between meals and why so yeah let's talk about cravings though yeah so um 
Which is huge, so, right? Because if we are aware that, you know, okay, we ate earlier and we don't necessarily need to eat right now. This is something, you know, related to particular stress or it's just because I'm bored or something. But what about if I like crave something? Like if I'm sitting here and right now I'm craving um, tacos or something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's yeah, just because yeah. I live in Japan and I can't get tacos. But <laughs> so so I'm like really craving. I do know that there are certain times where I'm just like, holy shit, I really – well, here's an example. At the end of the day, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I need a drink. How many people say that, right? Do you really need a drink? Okay, maybe you do, okay? But <laughs> <laughs> can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we actually have a skill called you are not your cravings, right? Um, and it's, it's based on, um, uh, a process from contextual behavioral science called diffusion, which is where you're able to notice something and be with it without having to fix or change it, um, such that you can still take actions in line with what matters to you. Right. And so, um, it's about getting separation. And this is, this is a really, really big thing where um, they've looked at, there, there's been a ton of research on cravings and having people either try and suppress the cravings or fight the cravings or like think better thoughts about the cravings. And all those things um, actually have people, it, it works for time and then they snap and overeat, right? Um, on the flip side, if you can practice being with cravings, and actually, it's the same skill whether you're practicing being with cravings or being with emotions or being with stress or being with or tiredness. It's about noticing it, labeling it, and getting a little bit of distance such that like you're you're not it, but you have it, and you're going to you're you're willing to feel it, right? Yeah. And um, same with fear. This is a big thing with yeah. fear. It's exactly the same, right? And this is something over the years. Sorry to interrupt again, but this is something that, that I've dealt with. And, you know, the exact same because it is actually just saying, okay, this is, this is what's going on. And you're not trying to necessarily overcome it and, and get rid of it. It's that you're understanding and you're able to actually have that fear there but still do whatever you need to do without it really um, crushing you, right? And so this diffusion plus that acceptance of that, yes, this terrifies me, okay? Getting in front of the camera and, and doing, you know, this is not something that I love, okay? It scares me, but yeah. I'm able to accept the fact that I am scared and I'm willing to move beyond that and do it because of, Right. So again, you know, I've, I've jumped right in there, but I just think that, you know, this is so important to look at because even though we are talking about nutrition right here, uh, this revolves around, you know, with everything and movement is the same thing. You know, look at handstands. So many people that are scared to do handstands, but I know you're going, I know where you're going with this. And the thing, of course, with handstands is that as long as you understand how to have an escape plan, how to get out of the handstand safely, uh, you're going to be able to handle that fear in a constructive way. And um, yes, please continue with, with this. this. I love this. I got, sorry, I just keep jumping in there. But. No, that's, that's great. I mean, it's like, it's like once you get your cartwheel bail, you can, you can all of a sudden, then, then you can deal with the fear. You can be like, oh, I actually have a way out, right? Yeah. And, and the, the thing about, about, like you're talking about like being on video, 
or like doing a workshop. Like I get freaked out before doing a workshop, right? Um, and yet I do it anyway. Yeah, I hear you. A difference for me. Yeah, people. Yeah, that might surprise people, but I was the same. Way. I actually I thrive on that now. Um, yeah that energy but the thing is, is there's still always that fear to be honest with me and i'm sorry to hijack this but this is great if i actually don't have a little bit of fear it it like almost in my case means that i don't care anymore if that makes yeah. sense yes so because yes. i'm scared i still care about it and yeah so i i do know and that means that it's still important to me uh yeah so yeah looking again at looking back at these cravings and looking at you know, diffusion and acceptance of that. So, and being able to be there with it. Uh, I want to hear a bit more about that, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, that was a good, like that, that was, that was perfect though, because I, I, I'm sure so many people have heard something like, like courage isn't the absence of fear. It's acting even with fear. That's the exact same thing we're going for. It's just a matter of giving people some tools to make it a little bit easier. And, um, and so what we're looking for is we're looking for like, like a way to create a little bit of, of separation. And so um, if people can like, it could be just as simple as like picking from that feelings wheel and going like, Oh, I'm, you know, like, like I'm feeling that. And like, I can, I'm willing to be with that right now. And I also know what matters to me. I'm, gonna, I'm like, I'm willing to do what matters to me, even though I have these feelings. Right. Or it, it could be like, you know what? Um, I'm craving this chocolate chip cookie. And like chocolate chip cookies are awesome. And chocolate chip cookies are my thing, just, just, just so you know. Um, and it's normal as a human to want to eat chocolate chip cookies. Like it would, it, would be, it would be crazy to never want to eat chocolate chip cookies. And so, um, so like I know that at points I'm going to have cravings for chocolate chip cookies. I know if... Um, for some people, it's like if I walk through the store, they're like, "Oh, I know if I'm in the if I'm in the supermarket and I see this, I'm gonna want it." It's it's knowing that like we're wired to want to eat delicious things, and that's okay, and just like accepting that, right? And um, and being able to be with it, and um, and then you can just like to put in a flexibility piece, like knowing that like, oh, I can actually have chocolate chip cookies when I choose it when I want it, when I'm having chocolate chip cookies, uh, you know, on the date night with my spouse or like, like my kids made some, or I'm at, I'm at the best bakery in my town versus just like, you know what? I'm like, I had a, I had a crappy day and I want a chocolate chip cookie to like make it better. Now this right? is, this is so good. And that's autonomy, right? And that's, yes. that's really what it's about is you have that control. And it's, I don't, you know, control in the sense that, let me not say control, <laughs> mastery. Ooh. You have the mastery of being able to decide when and how you do something. Exactly what I talk about all the time with movement, right? Yeah. You're able to go, wow, that looks like a really fun thing to do. I'm going to go do that because I know what my body is capable of doing. And I have the mastery and, and physical autonomy to be able to understand whether or not I can actually do that safely or not. And the same with yeah. the eating skills, right? Where, oh my God, this, this is the best apple pie restaurant in the world. Well, let's have a little piece. Cool. And, and also the other thing is after eating it, not being down on yourself for thinking that you're a bad person because you ate it, right? Yeah. 
I mean, a whole other topic that we could get into and actually might be good for another um, chat. And I just yeah. want to say, by the way, leading in here, talk about a little bit the, you know, the GMB community that we have. This topic that we're talking about today in the question, it comes from, um, you know, our alpha posse or even our Facebook group. So we have a Facebook podcast group. Um, please, if, if you haven't uh, signed up for that or at least check that out, please do. Um, this is where we get all of our questions. And we really encourage you to be a part of this and to ask questions. This is why we continue to do this. It's not a passive thing at all. We truly want your feedback. So please join uh, if you want to have an active part um, in this discussion. Uh, check it out over Facebook. All right. So let's continue moving on here, man. And so I'm sorry I get so excited about all of this stuff. And so... Uh, looking at, um, I got to pull up what we're doing here. Sorry, just lost my notes. Um, move on just a little bit here, if that's okay. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Thing. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, obstacles, right? And what happens. Um, you know, my one of my favorite books is by Ron, Ryan Holiday called The Obstacle is the Way. Oh, yeah. You know, learning how to actually accept what we're just talking about, except, except uh, obstacles and understand that they can be used as a learning process. So let's talk a little bit about that in terms of uh, nutrition. So optical planning is huge, right? It's, it might be for, for a lot of people with their nutrition, like spending some time on obstacle planning might be the most important thing for actually making, um, for actually being able to be successful at making new changes. Right. And let's give some examples if that's okay. If you get like yeah. examples of like for what? Okay. Like what are we talking here? Like, you know, when we have Thanksgiving and things like that, right? So if you can give some examples, uh real world examples that we yeah. might so so actually like one of the best one of the I mean, just like one of the best things is, is going back to what we were just like what we were just talking about, right? Like um like eating when they're tired, right? So what happens to most of us and it's, it's not like, it's not, it's not our fault. You know, it's like, we just get caught up in our like day to day stuff. We're busy and we have a lot of things going on. And so we don't have that awareness of like, of like, Hey, you know what? I like, I always eat when I'm tired. And so, um, or, and so it's, it's like, like classic diet thing is, is like assuming that like everything's gonna be perfect but um, then you're exhausted at the end of the day. And so obstacle planning could literally be as simple as going like, you know what? Um, I always have like a longer work day on, on Tuesdays. I should plan to be exhausted at the end of that day. I like, I should know that ahead of time. And if at the end of Tuesday, if I feel exhausted, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, if I feel exhausted and I want to eat, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through that checklist of, of like, is this, is this actual hunger? And I'm going to like use some diffusion. Right. And then they do that and they're like, Oh, you know what? Like actually I was starving. Like I had a super long day and I, I was starving at the end of that day. And you like, and then they can go like, oh, okay, so wait, so I'm supposed to fast four to six hours between meals. And actually because my day is so long on Tuesday, I had lunch at noon and I don't get to have dinner until seven or eight. That's way longer than six hours. Of course I'm starving. Maybe I actually do need a snack in there. 
you know? That's awesome. Like, like that. And that's, that again, that awareness and actually taking the time to look at that and be able to auto-regulate in terms of what you need that particular day, right? Yeah. And that example is, I think that a lot of people fall into that. Um, another example, especially this happens to me, I'll get so like involved, absorbed in something that it ends up being like six hours and not eating, you know? And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh man, I am so hungry right now and end up like overeating or yeah. whatever, you know, just stuffing my face beyond the point of return. Totally. Uh, yeah. Right. But I mean, that, what you're just saying, I think is great is, is understanding and looking at your week in terms of not just, okay, I'm going to do my exercise on this day and this is what I'm going to do on this day, but also taking into consideration um, your eating plan, if you will, you know, your nutrition. Yeah. But I love the way that you're doing it. Instead of saying, I'm going to just eat this, it's more of the lines of, okay, this is what's going on in my lifestyle. Therefore, yeah. you look at it that way. And that's, of course, you know, me with, with, with movement, with GME, you know, looking at your lifestyle and looking at what you need for your lifestyle, same thing with nutrition, what you're talking about, which is, yeah, it's cool, man. It has to actually fit you. <laughs> like that's fit into your real life. <laughs> um, so I love what you said about um, how you get absorbed into something and you wait too long and, um, and, and then you run into, and then you're starving. What's cool about that is because when people start off with obstacle planning, they start off looking at the things that are like obvious in their schedule, which is like the first example I, I gave. Um, y- your example is something that you don't plan for, but it probably happens often enough that you can assume that it's coming, right? And so in that case, you would look at like, hey, you know what? This is something that, that regularly happens if I end up if I end up waiting too long before I eat, I'm ravenously hungry. Um, I know when I'm ravenously hungry, I um, I eat way too fast and I eat way too much, and sometimes I have seconds. And so, what like if if I'm in that situation, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to deliberately put my fork down between bites to slow myself down. I'm going to plate one good meal, and I'm going to stop at the end of that plate. I'm actually going to prepare myself for the fact that I, that I know that it's been too long. So I know one plate isn't going to feel like enough, even though I know that it is. And so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to expect it to feel like not enough. And you could even go a step further and say, you know what? I'm going to put in a 10 minute break or a 20 minute break before having seconds. And then if you wait 20 minutes and you're like, Oh, you know what? I'm fine. Cool. If we turn minutes, you're like, you know what? Actually, I'm hungry. Cool. But you gave yourself the time that you can actually check in with yourself. Dude, that's great. Yeah, that's that's really good, man. Again, coming back and being aware of what's going on. Yeah. Um, so good. So good. So good, man. Uh, um, we're, we're talking about a whole lot of stuff here. I think um, – before we just go any deeper, it might be good to kind of finish here and then we can come back and cool this conversation <laughs> if that's cool. So kind of yeah. give you know it's summary here. Um a quick thing again, we we're talking about guidelines. So this is 
This is huge, right? So there are those two guidelines. If you can cover those two guidelines quickly again for us. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the two guidelines were like plating balanced meals and four to six hours between meals. And then the two skills. Yeah, two skills. Do it. We're um, distinguishing um, hunger from tiredness. I mean, distinguishing hunger from tiredness or stress, Mm -hmm. which is asking those three questions. And then the skill of uh, you are not your cravings, like getting a little bit of just like noticing what's going on and labeling it because that gives us a little bit of space to take actions, like to be able to be with it. And, and take actions alongside it and to be able to like be willing to feel that discomfort in, um, in service of what matters to us sometimes. So good, man. And, and, you know, really looking at that. And I, one thing that really is just jumping out to me right now is, is when you mentioned like looking at your week in terms of, you know, certain things that might come up and being able to plan for those, uh, revolved around your lifestyle instead of the opposite way around, which I just think is so good. Uh, you know, know that there's going to be obstacles and instead of just going, Oh my God, I'm freaking out about it. You know, taking a step back and just saying, all right, this is a good opportunity for me to, you know, address the situation and like fear, understand that it's going to happen, but actually be able to use these guidelines as a key to, you know, apply you know, like the AAA framework we have in GMB, you assess the situation, you address what's going on, and then you make the proper application, to, you know, based on what you need. So this is great. So bonus tip. What's a bonus tip for us today? Um, bonus tip would be to uh, spend like 10 minutes with a journal and write about like who you want to be about food, like what kind of character strengths you'd want to embody, whether that's like, conscientiousness or reasonableness or self-compassion or um you could like you could google values list (laughs) and um and there's a a million values lists out there but like taking a look at like who you want to be about food outside of just like your goals and everything um like what would be like a really cool expression of you dude that's super cool Ryan, well, thanks for chatting with me, man. You know, we'll be having a lot more of these coming up. Oh, yeah. That was great. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening thank again. You know, I'm going to have Josh on here uh, from time to time. If you do have any questions, please jump on there. Leave questions for us. We'll cover those. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go eat a taco. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, everyone. See ya.